Hey, hey, welcome to This One Life. I'm your host, Carol Mix, and I'm so excited that you are here. If you haven't done so already, head on over and hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. So today we're going to be talking about obstacles and what are we doing with and about the obstacles that are in our lives. Now we all face them. We all have obstacles and barriers to the things that we're trying to do or that we want or desire, or they're just the things that feel like they're in the way and holding us back. How do we take those obstacles and actually turn them into assets? How do we use the obstacles instead of the obstacles beating the shit out of us, <laughs> right? And I can't tell you how many times or how many years it would be where it felt like obstacle after obstacle was in the way of spaces in my life or in my business. No sooner would I get through one roadblock and then boom, there was another there. And I'm like, come on, like, can somebody cut me some slack? Like, what the hell is happening to me, right? But I found that when I started to turn around the obstacles and see them differently, I could then appreciate what was going on with them. And I could also move through them a lot faster. Now, I don't see obstacles in I don't want to say in any way, shape, or form. There are obstacles for all of us, but it is much easier for me to move through those obstacles, to utilize them for the energy that is sometimes needed to get my ass moving or to have other things come together by switching and using these two questions as kind of like a mindset hack in order for me to move through these obstacles with a little bit more ease than feeling like I'm just blocked, I can't make the moves that I want to make, or I'm stuck, so why don't I sit down and cry about it? <laughs> now, maybe sometimes you need to cry about it, and that's okay too, because the feelings are there, and they're real, and it's frustrating. So I would never say avoid the cry if that is what you need, but sitting and crying about everything all the time that isn't going to work either. We got to get up and we've got to get into action. And of course, I always say after we feel it. But first question, to take the obstacles or the roadblocks that are in your way and to turn them into an asset is this. The question that I ask myself is, is this a crisis or is it a catalyst? So whatever I'm going through right now, if it is a crisis and it feels like a crisis and we all live with crisis because we are, are here on the planet Earth right now in 2023 and this freaking place is like a hot dumpster fire some days and yeah, we're living like this. <laughs> Everything you see can be a crisis if you look at it that way. We have past experiences that come up that are still obstacles from years ago that we're hanging on to. And it still can feel like a crisis, like you're right there in the middle of it if you're hanging on to it, right? So we've got to think about how we're viewing the crisis that's going on. So it can be a crisis if we look at it that way. If we have those glasses on, everything we see can be the crisis or we can use it as a catalyst. And we can say whatever is going on in this hot dumpster fire of a universe 
which can sometimes feel that way, not completely. I do love the world and I do still think, even though it's hard and it can be crazy and we're like, what the AF is going on out here? There is still so much beauty and amazingness around us, but where's the catalyst from everything that we've been through in the last three years? I know for myself, I've had so much crisis happen, but at the same time, so many catalysts happened because that crisis was there. Shit, I fell and broke both my wrists at the same time. Like if that isn't a frigging crisis, I don't know what is a crisis, right? No hands for 12 weeks. But it was the catalyst that I needed in order to slow down and reconnect and actually reconfigure the whole structure of my business, how I wanted to come at business. It helped me reprioritize the priorities that were in my life. I was able to be available for family members that needed me. I was also first and foremost available when I thought there was no time at all for me to sit down and just enjoy the summer as painful as it was with two broken wrists at the same time. It was painful. It was terrible. It was frustrating. I couldn't do the things that I needed to do, but there were times where I was sitting out in a chaise lounge in the sun by the pool and all I could do was sit because that's literally all I could do was sit. And I had to think to myself like, damn, there was the year before where I was praying for just a gap of time. Um, and it's hard because my office is out in my yard and I have beautiful French doors on my office that face the pool. And it is so hard on that 80 degree sunny perfect summer day to be working away in here and have outside the pool that your ass can't be in <laughs> staring at you right you're like oh man like i want to be there i want that well last summer even though i had to keep both of my poor little wrists out of the water it was like wow i actually am now sitting by this pool i'm reading a book it is beautiful. My word of the year last year was exquisite. And I did have an exquisite summer. The weather was exquisite. The time that I got to rest and heal my body, one of my practices that I stuck with was grounding every single day, coming out in the morning and stretching and being grounded with my bare feet in the grass and just sitting out in the sun I'm totally convinced that the sun was helping to heal me. <laughs> Maybe that's a little bit of my woo, but I do believe that the sun does feel good and it does help us heal. And that was one of the practices that I put in. And that was the exact catalyst that I needed in order to change the dynamics in the relationship that I had between myself and the work that I was doing, myself and my business and how I was showing up for it. It caused me to take the time to actually look at the business model and did I want to keep going in the way that I had in the previous year? And the answer to that was a hell no. And I built my coaching business to a six-figure business. And I was like, no, I'm okay with tearing this down, putting myself back together again, healing, and then seeing what makes sense and what looks good. So sometimes in the wake of a crisis no hands crisis, 
there are catalysts that are there and there were so many. So think about this for yourself. If you're in the middle of a real crisis like right now, I'm sorry if you are because that's hard and it sucks when we're in there, like that's all that we can see. But think about watching your thoughts. Think about the language that you use because if you continue to focus on that language, on those thoughts, then you will continue to experience the crisis in a loop. So asking where is the catalyst and creating the time and the space, obviously giving yourself the grace to feel the emotions of the crisis space. I'm not saying bypass and let us all act like the crisis isn't here, but at the same time, taking the time to attend to the feelings is critical. And then knowing what your next action steps are going to be. And sometimes that means just showing up the next day and feeling your way through it again. I had to do a lot of that in order for me to get from the crisis point, full-blown crisis, to, all right, hold up. Where's the catalyst that I can utilize here? What is it that I need to be looking for? So that brings me to the next question that you could ask yourself. What are the opportunities or lessons that I need from this situation? So the obstacle that is in the way or from the crisis that you have going on, what are the opportunities or lessons that I need? And I have always found that these questions are the way out of panic or anxiety or stress or that survival mode feeling that we have especially when we're in crisis or when it feels like it's falling apart or even during the catalyst because sometimes initially you're not seeing that the catalyst is happening. Maybe you're forced into making a change. It's not the change you wanted. It's not what you pictured, but holy shit, here we are. Now we're moving in this direction. Okay. And then we look back and we're like, dang, the universe was working exactly the way it should have been for me. It's, it's actually working because all of this panned out so much better than the obstacle or the issue or the problem that you were once sitting in. So it is the way out. And I always say pause, take time to pause and let your body settle down. Let your body catch up to what is going on during the crisis in the catalyst state, but also when we do pause, that allows us time to really look for, all right, hold up. Where are the opportunities? Where are the lessons that I need right now? Because sometimes that's the only thing that we can cling to when it feels like everything's falling apart. And when we begin to understand that the lessons are coming through this hard spot, it does help influence what are the next steps that I'm going to take to build upon that. So be mindful and look for the lessons. What can the obstacles do for you instead of these obstacles being there just blocking you, right? How can we use them? And I always think that obstacles do have energy as well. And it's us that brings the energy to whatever perception we see, right? So is this obstacle frustrating me? 
Is it pissing me off? Is it making me fearful? Is it freaking me out? Like all of these things. When you start to look for, again, the catalyst, is this what I needed to blow me up and out of this space where I might have been stuck for a little while and couldn't see a way out? Or are there opportunities and lessons that I need to gather and take in? I know that when I'm in community and when I'm around other people that are growing, it's these times that I can connect with others and process these things so much easier. I know that when I'm in my own head and I'm by myself and it's just on that loop, like that thought loop that I was talking about, like when you're in a real crisis and you're just all the bad negative shit, you can start to see it because our brains are conditioned to look for all the danger, right? So that we're aware. We don't have to move in there and unpack the bags in there either. You know, I think I mentioned that unpacking the bags in places that are negative in a prior episode. But again, it's a lot. And when it's all coming at you and you're not expecting it and you've got to move and pivot and just really be thinking on your feet, all of it can feel like a lot especially when it feels like it's blocking you. But I assure you that these two questions have always been super helpful to me. I use them with my clients and I have seen my clients do amazing things, shifting and moving through their own crises to the catalyst, whether it's a current day crisis or crisis of the past that needs healed. Because again, that's real. It doesn't go away. It is in the background sometimes influencing and still on that autopilot or subconsciously in the way and blocking that space from where we're trying to go. So I hope that these two questions can help you to see that obstacles can be used. And when we start to shift our mindset around the obstacles in our life and we get into relationship with like, okay, I see you, I'm there, and we start to manage our own thoughts, and we start to manage our expectations, and we start to see, okay, how can I use this, and how can I see the different opportunities and lessons that are here for me, we'll begin to see that we can create the outcomes that we want a hell of a lot better than when we're in survival mode, and we're shut down, and we just don't know what we're going to do because we're in the fear and panic that we might feel boxed in or shut down or just blocked. So think about how you'll use this for yourself this week. Again, quick recap on those two questions is, is this a crisis or a catalyst? And then what are the opportunities or lessons that I need from where I am right now? So see how those work for you, and I hope that wherever you are and whatever it is that you are working through, you're going to find yourself with a better mindset in a stronger and more confident direction as you're heading out and through and over and under any and all the obstacles that are in your way. And of course, always, always be mindful of what you're feeling about it. Don't bypass what you're feeling. Don't stuff it down. Uh, don't just do the work. <laughs> I can't tell you the do, do the work crew. 
I used to be part of it. So I understand. I understand that sometimes we feel as though we've got to muscle through it. But I also highly suggest that you pause, settle your body down, check in with your body, process what you're feeling because your feelings are there to guide you as well. So the same as these obstacles are there and meant to be used, so are the feelings that you're having about them. So listen to that internal guidance system and be mindful and look for the lessons that will serve you. All right, that's another one, another episode in the books. I can't tell you how exciting this is for me as this is the beginning of my journey and I'm growing this little podcast and my thoughts and helping to encourage you to create that passion in your life and that urgency to do the thing in this one life that we have to live and offering these little mini structures to help you shift your mindset, but also to help keep you accountable to what feels really good to you as you're living your one great, big, beautiful life. So wherever you are today, let's make this one day meaningful. Let's make it magical and above all else, make this day, this one day matter. All right. Get on out there and go make something happen, all right? This is your one life. Go do it. And I will see you in the next episode. Take care of yourself.